I'm Chris. And I'm Dom. And, and we, we got next. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to yet another episode of the We Got Next podcast. Um, today is February 21st. It's been a week since Valentine's Day. Uh, I was in Colorado for Valentine's Day. Did you have a good Valentine's Day, man? Yes, yeah, some time with some dogs, you know. Yeah. Play some video games. Yeah. Thank you for watching my house for me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this week, you know, uh, we may not have such loving reviews for the games that we're about to talk about. Uh, we weren't able to get you guys a review of Naruto, uh, mainly because I didn't feel like fucking playing. <laughs> um, but yeah, he bought the shit. I bought it because a gold pop was supposed to come with it. Uh, you got a gold miniature piece of shit. Uh... But I'm not happy about it. I'll be honest about it. I don't care. I ain't getting paid for this. Uh, also, we will do a review on the new Street Fighter V. Only available on PlayStation 4 and PC. Uh, Xbox, fuck y'all. I guess, I guess that's how Street Fighter feels about it. Uh, as well as maybe uh, some tips and tricks that we know for other games. You know, probably end it off with some tips and tricks. Okay, tips and tricks. Yeah. Both of those, both of those, all right? Exactly. So where do you want to start? Let's just start with Naruto. Okay. Um, Chris is actually playing Naruto again right now. Uh, we've He's been playing for about 15 minutes, and by been playing, I mean he pressed X, and this video has been fucking playing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very upset at these cutscenes. I will give the gameplay it's fun. It's fun to play. The camera, the camera is too wide. Yeah, the I feel like this game is trying to anybody who watches anime is always going to control the action. Like with Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, Bleach, all that shit. Like the scope and magnitude of the battles is so big that you want to be able to be in that and feel like you're controlling, especially in the games, right? And this game does that well. Like, it's fucking fun. And it's kind of cool, like, the control of Naruto battle, you know, because you got, like, shit going on in the background. You got, you're throwing kunai knives and shit. You're running on water. Giant demons and stuff flying around. It's pretty dope. My problem is that sometimes you, there's too much going on. You get lost in it. And it's just, like, it's kind of hard to win matches sometimes. I'm just like, yo, there's, like, way too much shit. The guy's, like, you know, you're darting around really fast. There's like, you know, quick time events, which aren't that hard or challenging or anything. Um, if you played any of the last, like, three Naruto games, you pretty much know what you're getting into. This is just, like, the ultimate edition. So it has, like, basically all the characters, all the final forms, and it continues the story of Naruto Shippuden. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Probably not, but I don't fucking know. Um, I'm. This is the first Naruto game I've ever played, so I didn't know... That there was, you know, you, you probably, probably three hours, three, four hours. We haven't finished the story yet, but I'm going to assume if you were just really playing. What the fuck is this? Okay, well, this is stupid. Um, so maybe about four to five hours of actual gameplay. Um, probably about 10 of videos. Uh, and I get that they're trying to tell a story. I don't care. Really don't. I think it's stupid. For the first time ever, I've seen camera controls. It's, it just popped up on his screen. And that makes it a little bit easier. But I'm not going to lie. I have no idea what he's doing. Um... Uh, also, I don't know who he's using. Okay, when you're playing the game, it's a. Uh, they've added in, like, this uh, tag team system, kind of like the last Dragon Ball Z game did. And it's much more effective, right? So now you can switch between your teammates as you're playing if you just flick the right stick. That's. 
Yeah. So wait, I don't always have to fight as Naruto? No, no, no. You have two teammates, and also you can hit the button like it's L1, R1, and they come in as an assist. Oh, dude, I only did the assist. Yeah, if you flick the right stick towards them, you can then become them. Oh, that's kind of cool. All right, you know what? This gets a slightly higher grade from me. Um, like I said, though, this is still a fun game. You just got to be okay that there's a lot of story to skip if you're not into it. But it is still very fun, very, like, new. Um, they, they did a great job with the presentation. With the presentation, graphically, the game looks amazing. Uh, very simple controls that anybody can pick up and play. But as that old, I guess you could say, cliche goes... Anybody can do it, but it's really hard to be really good. Yeah. Uh, I would just say that if you aren't, if you have never played it before, then this may not be the game for you. Uh, only reason I say that is because this really isn't the game for me. Um... This is a little bit more than what I prefer. Chris also understands games like this to a whole nother level than I do. So, I mean, there's that. I barely understand these games. Uh, obviously, he knew that you could switch characters. I thought you just had to fight as the same person. Um, so... For me personally, now that I know that I can switch, I might actually finish this story. I wasn't going to, and I'm not even going to pretend like I was. Um, I'd probably say an eight. Uh, seven and a half. Seven and a half. See, I mean, for me, it's it, it, it's a solid eight. Like, is it the greatest game ever? No. Is it fun, though, and serviceable? Oh yes, for sure. Like I, I really, I don't really enjoy the game per se. As in, like, oh, it's the greatest game ever played. But it definitely is like a game that's like fun, and I can pick it up and play like. And plus, I, I have watched Naruto. I've enjoyed watching it. Yeah, I've never watched. And like I like, like how it's telling the story of Naruto and it's expanding on it. Yeah, I, I really don't have that many complaints about the game. It's a solid game. So, so you got a seven and a half and an eight. That's, that's, that's good. It's a good game. If you're into this sort of stuff, go pick it up. Let's hop into that second review. Now, normally we'd be like we're doing a full review of the game. But the fact that we have not received a full version of Street Fighter V kind of tampers with our, you know, Abilities. ability to review it. So you got to take what we're saying with a grain of salt. Kind of. It's a, we have about 70% of the game. I don't even think 70. I think it's 70. Uh, so with Street Fighter V, the much-awaited return of Street Fighter, you got um, your, your offline and online. Offline, if you want to fight the computer, you either go through story mode or survival. Besides that, you got to fight another person. Um, and then everything else is online right now. The challenges haven't opened up yet. Um, and they said that everything is going to be available in June. Yeah, by, by about June is when we would, we would have, like, you know, everything. At least all the base stuff. Maybe not all the DLC characters. It's supposed to be, like, 10 or something like that altogether. But I'm pretty sure, because right now, you don't have arcade mode where... Normally in a fighting game, there's an arcade mode we can go in and just puts random fighters against you, like 10 of them. And then the and like last a, fight's always the same. It's like a boss, and it's like a cutscene you get. There's not even an arcade mode. You can't go in the versus and play against just the computer. You have to play against a friend. And it's just like, it, it's extremely bare bones. But the stuff they want to do with it, I, like, I agree. Like, you know. I, I... The only issue I have is that with the story mode, um, 
some people's stories are four or five fights. That's not bad. Don't get me wrong. That's good. Give me four or five fights with the character. But then other people is two. See, And there was one person that had one fight. That sucks to me. See, but that, that's not the actual story mode. They have a cinematic story mode, kind of like Mortal Kombat thing. You yeah. Know, like, tells a story. But it's just not in the game yet. So, yes, there is a story mode, quote-unquote. But it's like shortcut scenes of, like, character stills. And character it, backgrounds. Yeah, there's voice acting, but it's super camp because it's a fighting game. It's not the greatest voice acting in the world. And it's just like, the game is not finished, and we all know it. But we still kind of accept it because it's fucking Street Fighter, I guess. Yeah. And to me, it's it's a fun game. Uh, the controls aren't as easy as Mortal Kombat, per se. But I, I enjoy it. Um, played with everybody, like I said. Um, I probably got done with everybody's short stories in roughly... Oh, roughly. I'm trying to really think. I don't know how many it took. Maybe an hour and a half? I, I want to say it took two, but I really don't think that it did. Um, I mean, like, for, for a Street Fighter game, I feel like it was a, it's a very, it's probably the best Street Fighter's ever going to be. I'm not saying, As of right now, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying it can't get better, but like, this is the best feeling Street Fighter. It's the best looking. They refined the controls, and I mean, it's it's still like that classic arcade Street Fighter that you know if you really played it, even if you went to the fucking arcade for a little bit and played for a little bit, you kind of understand it. Very simple, and like the character roster is it's small right now. But right now it's about six ten. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, they, they, they're going to expand. I'm going to add in more fan favorites, you know. So, I mean, if I had to put a number to it, as is right now, it's a six. But the finished product that we're going to get, it'll probably be an eight or a nine. See, I'm, I'm feeling about the same way about Street Fighter and not having what, you know, the game is supposed to have. Um, as I feel about Naruto, I feel like it's about a seven and a half. Uh, it's still a C, in my opinion, just because, just because it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. And the fact that they made the gameplay so smooth, the combos work really well. You know, everything is. For the 16 characters, they all flow really well. I mean, one character is dumb slow, but that's whatever. Uh, I just think it was... I think it's good. Um, if you're really somebody that really wants that full experience... Uh, don't get it yet. Get it in June. Yeah. Uh, again, you can't get that on Xbox. Naruto, you can get on any of the consoles. Uh, I would say that um, the only real thing at this point that I'm not super okay with is the fact that Chris is playing Naruto and the niggas are fighting on the walls. No, what, what are you hating on, bro? Also, I don't know how to do half of this stuff. Like, my, my buttons are different than his buttons. Like, I, I, I just didn't really read the instructions. Well, I mean, like, each fight... Or, like, deal with the tutorial. Each fight is different, though, like... In this one, you can run on walls, and other ones, you can, like... Like, the other one I was fighting against the uh, clones, the shadow clones, if you ever watch Naruto, they, like... It's, like, a big thing. 
but yeah, like every fight is different. Every character is different. I like really like this game. Like I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna flex. Like this game is actually like pretty fun. It's just not. It's literally just like an anime game. Like it, it's just not my cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll still finish it. Like I said, I'm, I'm interested in in playing. It, it's still a fun game, so I'm still very interested in still just playing the game. Um, I would say, though, that I wish a little bit more was gone through in the tutorial. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The tutorial taught you basic attacks and basic block. Um, any of the it didn't even really offer a chance to learn the more complex parts of the game it was just here's the game um, but that, that, that's really my big right I just wish there was more tutorial less story oh yeah for sure so since you've been back have you played me Madden Know they have the, know they have, know they have a new boss players coming out. Yeah, uh, Calvin Johnson just dropped. Yeah, um, I did play Madden. Uh, I didn't play Ultimate Team though. Mm -hmm. I just did some regular online stuff. I'm gonna wait a little while. Uh, pull some packs. Uh, get my team overall up because at this point. In order to make it to the level that I'm trying to get at, if your team's not a 95, you're playing keep up. You know, your defense just can't stop them. It doesn't really matter. you got to have just that solid overall team. So, uh, I'm going to wait a little bit. What I have been playing is 2K. Mainly my career. Um, and actually, was the game I played against the Nuggets before I left? Yeah, we picked you up the night before we left for Denver. Um, and then we, I, I was like, well, let me play 2K before I go to sleep. Uh, six minute quarters. The Nuggets scored, I think, 47 points. That sounds right. Like 47, because it's the computer. Um, I scored 51. And when I say I... He means just his character. Yeah, like I... My characters... My shooting guard scored 51. Um, so then I was like, when I get back, I'm going to play a full 12-minute game. Um, I'm very upset. I uh, only scored 94 points uh, with 10 rebounds, 5 assists, and 4 steals. Uh, we were playing the Utah Jazz. I could have done better. But it's okay. Uh, I would just say that uh, with 2K, I, I did actually go play some uh, my team as well, uh, which was actually really really fun changed up my squad um, not necessarily my players I changed um, changed my team I'm no longer the Sienna Squirtles I'm the Charlotte Charizards um, basically still same color wave I realized though you just switch the orange and the blue but the yellow on their stomachs are the exact same color, and Squirtle's skin tone is the color inside of the wing on Charizard. Huh. So, didn't really have much to change. Um, besides that, played a lot of Call of Duty. Um, found some some fun things found some fun things in the zombies um Leroy uh okay this is you gotta really know your zombies and all of that stuff 
but uh, they did they did a callback, I guess you could say. Uh, they did multiple on Durai's and Drock. Uh, the most notable one is Leroy from Barry. He was the bigger guy that would break down barriers for you. Uh, he is there on Der Eisendrock. Uh, you don't really use him for anything, but he's there. You just have to do some steps to find him. I'm not going to tell you guys the steps. I'm going to leave that up to the YouTubers. Um, they've put in massive amounts of hours to find those things. So I'm not going to try to take anybody else's, you know, views from them. Um, as well as, I don't know. This is the thing that I'm confused about right now. So if, if our listeners, when this does get posted, we're having some issues with SoundCloud. When this does get posted, let me know if, if I'm just going crazy. Can you play online in Black Ops 1? Yeah. Well, could you play zombies online? Um, yeah. I'm positive you could. Zo Black Ops 1 had Shangri-La. Yeah. Okay, they found new Easter eggs on Shangri-La. Like, how new? Like, new... Like... Nobody found them playing Black Ops 1. Well, I mean, they always go back and they add stuff. Like, in Black Ops uh, in 2, they added something that was like a... Kind of like a hint at Advanced Warfare. And they added something for Black Ops 3 also. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, yeah, so, I mean, they, they add stuff. Charge really good about that too. Well, the thing is with this, they've added um, huge, huge implications to the Black Ops Three storyline, to where Shangri La did not happen. When you play Shangri La, it's no longer in the other universe. It's in the universe of Black Ops 3. Um, the summoning keys are there. Um, and I really hope that people notice that I said summoning keys instead of just straight summoning key. Now it seems like there's multiple of these artifacts, some fake ones or something, um, as well as some, some hints, I guess you should say call them that the next map is going to be like a, like an island map hmm. um, I can't remember which island they said but it would still be relevant in World War 2 times so I think we would be looking at like a Cuba like a Japan like the Philippines I also think we would be dealing with some sort of um, some sort of other nine three five teleportation or not teleportation nine three five testing labs, um, and if that is the case, that is going to be really exciting, really fun to see. Just because every time they go to another 935 lab, it's been a great map. Um, and what I mean by that is you have Origins, that's a 935 testing. You have. Um, Wasn't a 935 testing on transit? Yes, there was a 935 testing on transit, but transit was shit, so we don't count that map. Um, that was just a, here's a big-ass place to go. <laughs> Fuck you guys. 
Um, yeah, no, that that one really sucked. Um, I would also think that oh, the giant or Derise is a nine three five testing facility. Um, it's actually the facility that Doctor Ma- or Doctor Maxis um, was killed. So there's that. Um, or I'm sorry, not killed. Put through the teleporter, but kind of killed. Um, there's there's a bunch of hints to a lot of nine three five testing facilities. Um, Ascension nine three five testing facility. Um, and those are some of like people's favorite maps. Kino Dertoten is supposedly outside of a 935 testing facility. That's why it has the teleporters there. That's why, you know, it was already made like that. I don't know how to put it besides that. Um, also, uh, on Black Ops 1 in Kino. When you go to uh, some pictures on the wall, you'll see pictures with actual faces, and then there's five pictures with the face blurred out. Four of them are still on the wall, one is on the floor. If you have the Asian dude, Takashi, or Takeda. It's Takeda? I want to say it's Takeda. Don't remember his name. I'm still extremely hungover, so it's whatever. We're giving you guys our life, all right? That's why I'm not even pretending to that I know it. I'm hungover. Sorry. It's like, it's like Takashi or Takeda or something like that. Like, Fuck it. Uh, oh, now I can't even think of the name that I was going to use just to, to slide in there. Fucking Kenshi, because the nigga uses a sword the whole fucking time. Uh, if you have that guy, he says something about the Shadow Man once had power. I'm sure he'll have it again. And then when you go play Shadows of Evil, the Shadow Man is trying to receive power again. So now there's even a tie to that map to where these characters are aware that they've been traveling through other timelines. Um, So this, I mean, it's good, man. The the zombie storyline has really really gotten a nice little bump lately. A lot of new videos, especially with their eyes and drop. A lot of new things have been found. I wonder if, like, do you think that if Call of Duty, if, with how big the Call of Duty zombies community is, do you think that at one point is Activision just released a zombies game? No, this is the last one. This is the last one? This is the last time zombies. I mean, they also said that shit with Origins. Exactly. So, according to them, this is the final chapters of zombies do I believe it no I think if they did a game of straight zombies it wouldn't sell as much as they would want it if that makes sense and the only reason I'm saying that if you just made a game where you know you pick a map and you play that map until you die and every single time it's survival. You know what I mean? No, I mean, not like that. Like, okay, more online than the zombie story mode, and they take the zombie characters. So, so Dempsey, Nikolov, Kenshi, and Rutoffin? Yeah. And they put them through almost like a four-player cooperative story mode, like the, like the Nightmares mode on Black Ops 3 currently. But they, like, actually flush it out. Because Nightmare, Nightmares mode is fun. But I don't believe that it's like it's not a full zombies like story mode experience as you like would think it is. It's more or less like it's the campaign mode. It's literally the campaign missions with zombies in them. And yeah, like nobody's shooting back. There's just zombies. Yeah. That instead of coming out of walls, come out of the fucking ground and just hit you instantaneously because oh, this is a spawn point you didn't know about. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I, we I want to give you guys some tips and tricks. Uh, tip number one: uh, don't go buy Halo Five. 
tip number two, uh, don't go by Star Wars. Uh, tip number three, don't call me next week. Uh, I'm about to be playing my Nintendo 3DS with, uh, or no, not next week, the week after that. I'll be playing my Nintendo 3DS with the Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow on the system. So, my life is over, and I'm okay with that. Um, but in all reality, um, I mean, is there any games that you could think of, man, where you, you, you're playing online and you see people do dumb shit? Bruh, that's my fucking Call of Duty life, bro. Like, I, I know it is. That's like, why I have the worst fucking luck with teammates. And I feel like... If my connection was better, I would play more often with you. But for yeah. some reason, your lobbies are enjoyable. Yeah, like... What I don't get about fucking Call of Duty or 2K... Like, I'm play, I play way more 2K now than I've ever played in my life. Like, I literally play that shit every single day. And it's probably because my team is fucking good now. And I actually, like, have them grinding it out. But that's neither here nor there. Like, when I'm playing these games, I really sit back and think about who I'm playing against... And this could just be the marijuana talking, right? This could just be me being high, overthinking shit. But I'm like, watching people play 2K, I'm like, this dude sucks. And I wonder who this person is and how are they so bad at the game. Or like, I'm playing Call of Duty and guys going over 15. I'm like, how are you so bad at this game? And sometimes I just go into theater mode and watch those people play and see what they do. And I just, I just don't understand. Like, I wish I could just like teach them simple shit. Yeah. That I feel like I inherently know. Absolutely, man. And and I mean, we don't, we don't have to keep this to just the sports games. We can, or not sports, or just shooters. You know, we can move around to all genres. I even have Grand Theft Auto Five tips, mainly because y'all motherfuckers need to learn how to use guns. Okay. Why I say that is a rocket launcher doesn't count as a gun. <laughs> okay, how about you shoot me with a gun instead of a rocket launcher? And there's a lot of good people with guns, and that's cool, but if you feel the need to use a rocket launcher to kill another player, you're a piece of shit. Especially because they have heat seeking fucking missiles now. <laughs> like, heat seeking. You can't run from that. Um. <laughs> uh, so man, would, would you do you want to go first or? All right, tips and tricks. Let's start. What game do you want to start with? Um, let's start on some common ground. We both have Call of Duty tips and tricks. All right, Call of Duty tip and trick for me, um, for multiplayer at least. You want the most important thing is to find a control scheme that fits your play style. Like if you're going to rush then you may want to raise your sensitivity and change your control scheme. What I play on right now, I play on Bumper Jumper Tactical. And basically what it does is it makes the L1 button, which is normally a tactical, like, you know, equipment, it makes it your jump button. So that way I can jump with L1 and continue to keep my thumbs on the sticks to aim and shoot and move. And I could also keep my fingers on the fucking triggers too at the same time and do everything at once. And also I play on tactical because it switches out your right R3 and your circle button. It switches them. So now circle is melee, R3 is crouch so I can drop shot easier. If you're going to rush, I would suggest doing something like that. Finding a, maybe a sensitivity that's a little bit higher than normal so you can turn on people. Be a little more active looking around. If you're going to camp, a slower sensitivity would probably be recommended because you're probably going to be sitting at longer ranges. You wouldn't be able to aim more effectively. And you're a bit of a bitch. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't condone camping. I'm saying if you were, lower that sensitivity, bro. It'll help you out. It will. But you're still going to be a bitch if you can't. Move. It's not hard. It's not hard at all. Uh, for multiplayer. Um, I would say, and, I, and I'm a hardcore person, so I mean, I guess I'll, I'll give from the hard point, or hardcore point of view, don't play, don't shoot your teammates, don't play the, I'm gonna shoot everything that moves game, that's how you get kicked, but 
the damage that each bullet does becomes more important. So even if you rush, like when I play core, I can use the uh, CUDA, I can use um, some of the kind of weaker guns. In hardcore, they can just spray and turn, and if their gun can do enough damage, you're done. Uh, so I would recommend the VMP. It fires fast enough that even if it, since it is a, a little bit weaker, with the speed that it fires, you're taken care of. Uh, lately, I've been rushing with the HVK. Uh, I just have mindset to tactical. I don't do the jumping as much, um, and I play hardcore domination. I make sure that we get B, and then I don't give a fuck if we flip or not. Because we have B, you know? Um, also, aim. I get that that sounds stupid in a game of hardcore where hit firing could kill somebody across the map. I get that. Aim in. It makes a world of difference for hardcore or core. Aim in. Uh, like, if you use the Argus. <laughs> Aim. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's when you get that hip fire shot and get that kill, yeah, you feel like a thug. But then when you get that hip fire point blank and get a hit marker, you're gonna be real pissed. <laughs> so just aim in, put it at their chest, fire. Um. But for zombies, with these new maps, un okay, the giant doesn't count. The giant only has five perks. So if you're going to go Shadows of Evil or you're going to go for um, Dirt Eisendrop, solo, with people, whatever, use... If you have enough of the Perkaholic um, Gobble Gums, use it. It gives you every perk instantly. You pay 500 points, you have... Um, Jug, Speed Cola, Double Tap, Quick Revive, Widow's Web, Deadshot Daiquiri, Stamina Up. It comes out to like nine total. Mule Kick is in there. And Electric Cherry. Uh, on Shadows of Evil, you have all of that minus Electric Cherry. But if you don't have a lot of it and you're going for the high rounds, I recommend using the Mega Gobble Gums that give you double points, that give you um, fire sales, insta-kills, all of the, the uh, little magic things that come out of, you know, from killing zombies. I recommend using those because, you know, if you grab one and it's double points, and if you're on your eyes and drop, and you're doing the thing to make the wolf bow, you have to like kill a certain amount of zombies in a certain area, turn on double points. You know? Or at the very beginning of the game, if you walk over, decide I'll spend my first 500 on a gobble gum and get the double points, do it and then have one person run around and get every knife. And now they have so many points and they just run through opening doors. Um, but also for zombies, get Mule Kick. I get that some people don't like it because the shuffling through guns. Get one shotgun, one SMG, and one assault rifle or large machine gun. That can be your choice. You want the shotgun when there's you need to move. Like if you are trying to do an Easter egg and you gotta run across the map, pull out the shotgun and shoot what's in front of you. If you're trying to get points, you have that SMG. And if you're just fucking around, use that assault rifle. You're gonna have, probably all of them once they're pack a punch, have about 600 rounds in the clips and then like another 40 that's already loaded. So use that. Or, no, it's 480. The LMGs have 600. Just 
keep that variety so close range, medium, long, you know? Don't just make it to where it's short and long or medium and long and you're wasting bullets when they're really short. Uh, that would just be my huge recommendation. Also, if you play Shadows of Evil and you try to knife the fucking Margor, you know, three-headed fucking thing that you have to shoot in three different goddamn heads and you're the idiot that walks up and tries to knife it, I'm letting you bleed out. I am. I can't stand it. I hate it when people do that. Um, help people build stuff. Like, there's so many tips for zombies that I have. And I'm not even a great zombies player. But these are just things that make it to where I can fuck around and not pay attention for 20 rounds. 25 rounds. And then I'm like, alright, well, what do I actually have? What do I... Am I going for the Easter egg? Am I going to try to do anything else? Or is this just going to be a, let's see how high we go. Uh, I think I need to start the next tips, though. We'll have we'll have the master finish it. For 2K, for 2K, my, my biggest tip for me personally, and it took me a while to learn this, and it bothered me once I figured it out. You know, let's say you're using the Cavs. LeBron is not going to win the game by himself. Let's say you're using the, the uh, Warriors. Steph Curry cannot be the only nigga making shots. You're not beating somebody over using one player. I don't care who you are. I don't care how good you are. It's going to be extremely hard to beat people being like, oh, well, I'm going to drop 80 on you with LeBron. Okay. Well, now I know that all you're doing is using LeBron, man. Like, it's easy to shut that down. So, get a team with a point guard that has a little bit of speed and some passability. And hopefully find a team that he has shooters. I personally use the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, I'm a Laker fan, but, I mean... If I wanted to use a college basketball team, <laughs> then <laughs> I would go get College Hoops 2K9 or some shit. <laughs> but I don't want to do that. So I use the Clippers. <laughs> no! Fuck them right now, man. We just played the Spurs. Do you know what the Spurs record is? Like that's yours. Fuck you. 45 and 9. Yeah. You know what the Lakers are? 9.45. 11 and 45. We played two more games. Luckily, got wins. We've already lost as many as they've won. They have almost a four, like, win loss ratio. No, they almost have a five win loss ratio. They do. They have. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what's more of an accomplishment. The fact you guys already reached their wins over <laughs> losses, or the fact they've won that many fucking games. <laughs> I don't know. Because both are pretty big. That's a pretty big college. I'm just going to be real about it. Like, so I'm very upset with that college team. So I use the Clippers. I use Chris Paul. He has a, a nice dribble motion. Yeah. So it lets you kind of slide off. I like to take the point guard into the paint. Somebody's going to move. If they don't, it's a layup. If they do, you know, you got DeAndre, you got Blake, you got J.J. Reddick. Um... You got the uh, fucking small forward. Fuck him. Uh, don't remember. Matt Barnes, for all I care. Uh, I like to use... Really, just anybody that has a good point. I'll make the team work. You know, I'll find a way to get the ball to who needs it. But just make sure that you have a point guard that you're comfortable playing with. It's a, everything he does fits how you want to play. After the point guard, you can figure out if you like the other players. But I think point guard is most important. Yeah, point guard's, point guard's probably like... If not... It's probably the second most important position on the court. Like, I play a lot of 2K. I don't play as much as, like, playing now, like, the online, as much as I used to. Just because, like, all the updates and stuff, it's hard for me to keep up. They keep on updating players and changing jump shots and stuff. It gets annoying. 
but I got play a lot of my team, and I can say that like in my team, my biggest tip for anybody who's just starting to play or been playing for a little bit. All right, these amethyst players—they're not the end-all, be-alls. They're not going to win games for you. They can help you win, but they're not like as Donald said, going to carry your team to victory. So when you buy an amethyst player, when you buy a Kevin Durant, and you're super proud of having that—that that, you know your first amethyst, you got them in the lineup and shit. Badge them out, put badges on them, and don't expect him to score every single point. Don't expect him to carry your team to victory every single game, because that's not going to happen. They're not meant to... They're not diamonds. Diamond cards... Fully expect that bullshit. <laughs> diamond cards are, are so consistent that you can expect to win a game if you have one diamond card and have a decent team around you. Amethyst, you need more than one. Like, right now, I'm at 10. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm like, at 4. Yeah, you got 4 now. Right now, I'm at 10, and I'm, like, now winning games consistently. Also, because the players I have are, like, they're pretty fucking good. I'm pretty proud of my team right now. And I also will say that, like, get a good center. Centers in this game are already OP. At the beginning of the year, people, everybody using fucking Sim Bular and fucking Rudy Gobert blocking everything. When you get a really good center, when you get a fucking Shaq, even just the gold one, it takes your team to another level defensively, and it's really good to have that anchor someone who can block shots and score. So I'm not saying you can't do it with a Hassan Whiteside, but a Marcus Saul would be more preferred. Or Demarcus Cousins, somebody like that for sure. Like get a solid center that you can throw the ball down there to, and you can score and also defend the paint. I would say one center that you guys should look for. He's not that great offensively, but there is something wrong with his free throw mechanic to where this motherfucker doesn't miss. And that's the Kimbe Mutombo Defensive Player of the Year. If you guys can go find him, I think it's worth it to at least give him a try. Uh, I personally really do enjoy having him on my team. A, a, a lot of blocks. He's only like 10K. Yeah. Uh, I get a lot of blocks with him. Probably about four a game. And on top of that, people aren't expecting me to ever throw him the ball. So they normally move the center when... Kyrie Irving drives the paint for me. For my team, at least. So then I can throw it down to the Kimbe, and it's just a quick dunk, and it doesn't need to be anything. I don't need a hook shot from him. I don't need a, you know, mid-range. Uh, but just for that defensive side, if you're trying to make a super defensive team and then just score when you can, I would get the Kimbe. Um, also, don't make a team based around defense. Because you need fucking shooters. Yeah, 2K, that's one of the things that does not translate well to 2K. Like, I honestly believe that there are certain players whose games are good, but they never translate to 2K. And I always felt like that about Shaq. Like, in the last, like, three and four, not counting this one, because the big man mechanics have been so fucked up and bad that they would, like, literally miss point blank later, right? And so a guy like Shaq, whose game is predicated on being big and just, you know, bullying people and making point blank layups. When you can't make point blank layups, you can't shoot, you can't shoot free throws, all you can do is block shots and be big, he loses value. This year, I feel like it's much more important to have that big man. But also, there are players like LeBron, like, his game doesn't translate well to 2K. Like, yeah, he can dunk the ball on people and he can get going, but at the same time, he's super inconsistent shooting, so people just tend to play off of him. And like, hey, just shoot. And if you're lucky, you know, you're hitting shots and everything's fine game. But then, you know, you get games where you miss a lot of easy shits. And it's just like, you know, you kind of regret having that kid, that person. Do you believe... Because I'm, I'm in C5, so I still have some silvers on my team. Mandatory. Uh, I just finished a game... The last game I played, the guy... Went with 389 overall goals, and all of his silvers were as high as silvers can be, all 79s. His, I beat his ass, but what would you say to the people that just look at overall? You, 2K, I feel like 
it's funny because you can just look at overalls and like kind of pick out players you want to play with, and maybe they might work a little bit, but at the same time, it's like you want to have players you're comfortable with, and really, 2K is a game of speed, shooting, and animations. Like, if the person's shooting animation isn't good or his lab animations aren't good, then people don't use them. That's why people prefer to use Kyrie Irving and Russell Westbrook over Steph Curry. Now, Steph Curry is a much better shooter than both of them, and he has very good stats in a lot of categories. But Russell Westbrook literally just dunks over people and finishes around the rim. Way better than Steph Curry ever will. And then Kyrie Irving's dribble animations allow him to, you know, I don't want to say break the game. Oh, it's damn close. But it's really close. Like, some of the oh, shit dude. you can do just dribbling around and not losing the ball. Whereas Steph Curry, you might lose it. So that, that goes for, like, any position, any player. Like if you Also, find player don't, like, don't overlook John Wall's potential in that game. Yeah. When, when, when you got 98 speed, you win. I'm lying. Like, don't just go get the fastest player at every position. But driving, like, if you don't have much time left, you know, really close game, throw that to John Wall real quick. Get up court. You know, the faster you get up there, you, one dribble move. Even just switching hands at his speed sometimes just slides right by. And if you slide right by, you can just flow or somebody will move. You can throw it out to somebody that's been hot all game. John Wall has his perks, but his biggest is the fact that his speed alone makes him very hard to counter defensively. For, for my team, if you're playing, like, play now, fuck him. Like, he's not going to do much. He's not too consistent of a shooter to scare the shit out of you. Just, yeah. you know, play back, make him shoot. You're probably good. Um, any other games that... that you have some tips or um Street Fighter since Street Fighter 5 just came out I have some tips on that game um like you said it's, it's not the same as Mortal Kombat or Killer it's definitely not the same as Killer Instinct Killer Instinct is like one far end of the spectrum so let's say Killer Instinct is the far right so it's easy to do combos it's predicated solely off the combos and that's how you play the game now the far left is going to be Street Fighter. Yeah, your combos won't go to fucking 20 hits or 10 hits. Unless you do like your specials. Yeah, you have like special moves you can do that. Get it up there like 10 hits. But that's like the far still go. Oh, no. Charmaine has a 37. Level of the kicks though. Yeah. Yeah, like her, the kicks do like a bunch of kicks. Like a bunch of damage and a bunch of hits anyways. What I'm saying is like when you're playing the game, you can't expect to be killed and you think like getting 38 combos and shit like that. Constantly, And yeah. also, it's it's more of a game of patience. I feel like you can go in and you can spam buttons and get wins very easily in Street Fighter, especially in this game because everything's so smooth. But if you play slightly patiently, you will win more times than not. You know, it's a, you can zone a lot more effectively in this game with fireballs. Now, also using the V skills and the V triggers. I mean, me playing around with that, the ability, you know, like, to just destroy a, ball, a fireball and eliminate it, like, reuse a V skill, that's pretty pretty useful. It changes dynamics of the game, for sure. Um, so, Street Fighter, uh, Mortal Kombat, the new characters come out in about a week, because March 1st is coming up here really fucking fast. Um, don't just jump online. I know it's going to be really tempting. Don't do that shit. <laughs> You're going to want to go in and do some, do the arcade tower and just mess around with characters. Find one you like, and then once you find one you like, you can go into practice mode or see go online a little bit. But don't see, just jump straight online. I go to practice first, and I grab each first. character and go through each variant. And I see what the special moves are for each variant. How do those special moves work with the combos? You know, uh, practice the fatalities. Do I like the fatalities? But uh, 
Yeah, I, for, for that, for me, instead of doing the arcade tower first, I would recommend going ahead and doing the practice mode first, finding a character, then going to the arcade tower, trying to beat that. And if you, like, really kick the shit out of it, alright, maybe go online. If you have any sort of struggle, chill for a second. Like, let yourself figure out some other things with that character first. Um, but it is super tempting to go straight online. Like, I really just want to fucking get Bo Right Chow and go online. See, what I just don't suggest doing I just don't, cause you're gonna run into niggas like me, and you're gonna be really, you're gonna be highly upset, like highly upset. You're playing against someone who's way better, cause there, there are times I get online, and I'm just like, man, I can't even play it. I just turn it off, cause they're, I'm just getting like top ten players and shit like that. Yeah. Um. So Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, those are two big ones. Uh, I want to say 2K. One last thing is uh. This is gonna sound weird, but if you really play 2K, you'll understand. You're gonna wanna bump and shade when you're playing defense. I know, like, when you're playing the game, you run into somebody, you like a bump animation. What you wanna do, this is like a pro tip. This is like some shit, like, I don't tell anybody, right? You bump them, and as you're bumping, you pull back on the left stick, and you back up away from them, and you shade whichever direction they're going. And you just like, you give up the mid-range shot. And once they get to like, you know, either they go to the basket or they're just going to turn around and keep going left and right. So you're either containing them or they're going forward. And once they get to like, to like the paint, normally there's a big man there, someone to help out. And that's when you just hold your ground. You stay there because they're going to either be throwing up the shot and it's probably going to be like a missed layup. Or someone's going to come block it. But if you can see the mid-range shot, you bump and shade. Nine times out of ten, you'll either stop them defensively, you'll get a turnover because they're sprinting into you, or they'll just miss a miss a stupid shot. Yeah. So that's like the biggest one for me from two K. Um, I would say that if you're playing Grand Theft Auto Online, I get it. Shooting people with rocket launchers are a <laughs> lot of fun. <laughs> But now that they have this new game mode where if you have over a million dollars, you can make a team of six, don't do that. Because that leaves a fat trail. Like when you shoot it, they see where the smoke is coming off of that rocket. Um, I suggest getting a sniper rifle um, and just... I mean, practice in the story mode. You know, get Franklin, get Trevor, get Michael, get him a sniper, and just go sit somewhere. That's the other part. This one is perfectly fine to sit somewhere in Grand Theft Auto. But, you know, climb up a, a, a building that you know where it's at, so that way you can go there and online, and just practice shooting the drivers, or practice shooting the passengers. See if you can find a way to shoot into the back. You know, like, find out all those angles. But you're not going to want them to know where you're at anymore. You're going to want to be able to shoot and hide. You're not going to want... Oh, look at this fat trail of smoke. Let's all go that way. Because, yeah, you'll still be able to possibly kill them all. Because, you know, once you can get them in an alleyway and shoot the rocket... I'm just I'm just saying you can keep yourself from even even being seen whatsoever which is really nice. Um, the other thing that I would highly recommend um, is for Borderlands just because the gun damage is higher doesn't mean it's better. Um, and what I mean by that is, like, there are some shotguns that fire two bullets or four bullets at a time. Their damage... Their damage is incredibly high. 
don't use those as often because if you're firing four bullets at a time, you're gonna run out. Yeah. It's it's all about conservation. And I mean, yeah, there's machines. You can go purchase more ammo, you know, go find a gun and sell it and then you're good to go. But look for guns that have elemental damage that gets added on top and then just kind of keep a shotgun, uh, SMG, a pistol, um, sniper rifle. Just keep, you know, each category's gun, but try to make sure that you have all of the... Try to make sure that you have all of the elements spoken for. Because then if you're in a situation of, oh, well, I have to fight this thing that is immune to being set on fire, it's going to do you no good when the gun that you have is, um, you know, it also does fire damage. It's not going to do you any good whatsoever if that if that's the only gun you got. So make sure you got a gun that does the freeze damage, the lightning damage, acid. Uh, there's another one. I haven't played in a while. Just make sure that you have a little bit of everything. And play with friends. Yeah. When you have more people, you get better loot. Borderlands is definitely a game where you play with friends. Like, Yeah. Join a community on PlayStation. Join some forums if you're on Xbox. Um, find other people people. It's, it's very important that you do that. Uh, I know a lot of people think that I'm just like, oh no, whatever. I can do it by myself. You can. I've beat the game by myself. I've beat all the DLCs by myself as well. It's boring though. And you don't get as much dope shit. Like it really is all about what Yeah. You want legendary exotic weapons, you get that by playing with other people. That's going to do it for us today. Um, I would like to thank our non-sponsors, um, Disturbed Friends, for sending me a game that I paid for. Um, I'm, this is just a shout out to whoever made Disturbed Friends. That game is fucked up. Um, also, there's a pack that you cannot buy from Amazon.com. It's called the Suicide Pack. Uh, it is 40 more questions that go with this Disturbed Friends. And um, I want to tell the creators that you made a stand-up comedian you get extremely uncomfortable. That shit was weird. That shit was disgusting. And I'm never going to actually play a game with that. But I'm going to show everybody. Like, it's fucking hilarious. Um, so if you guys don't have it, type in Disturbed Friends card game. Also, um, before we get out of here, Clyde and Happiness, if you know who, what that is, uh, it's a little, little comic strip. Normally very adult jokes, very sad, very aggressive, you know, very fucked up stuff. Do you know about Clyde and Happiness? Yeah. The little white guys? They're making their very first card game. Hmm. You gotta go to GoFundMe.com. Everybody go fund them. Um, it's gonna be a card game to where you pull two comic strip pages. You know, you have like five in your hand. Uh, you pull two from the deck. That starts the comic strip. Whoever can make the funniest little quip at the end there. Um, leaves itself up to a bunch of possibilities. Um, they're giving away exclusive packs just for people that do the GoFundMe. This is going to be a game that you guys want to check out. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to say, say man? Um, Far Cry Primal comes out on Tuesday. We'll, oh. we'll have a review for that. Oh, so we can play Far Cry 3 again. Perfect. No, there's no guns. Oh. Why would we want to play it? Because you can tame woolly mammoths. Bro, we could do that in Ark. 
You can tame saber-toothed tigers. We can do that in arc. And you can tame wolves. You can do that in arc. But then you can also throw grenades, which are beehives. I'm pretty sure that's an arc too. And then we can just play Far Cry. It's a good story, from what I've been told. I just feel like it's we'll, one we'll, of those. We'll games. have the dope content. We not the true collectors. That shit sold out in like ten fucking hours. We'll have the next like lowest. Because they only made three editions. <laughs> so we'll just have like a steel book. We'll have some uh, extra missions and shit. Hopefully all have done them. But uh, anything else, man? Um, well, thank God for showing up. Listen to another podcast. We're sorry about last one being posted on the Thursday. <laughs> it was a mistake. Um, and we're sorry about this one possibly being posted late. But we appreciate all of you guys coming out, checking us out. Uh, rocking with us, being a part of the week. I next mafia, like you know, it means a lot to me. Uh, last Thursday, um, I'm not gonna like name drop anybody, but I was kind of drunk, and I posted it on Thursday. <laughs> uh, didn't really consider the fact that that was a stupid ass idea when we post on Sundays. Uh, right now we're having some issues with SoundCloud and our account. So after that gets fixed, we will definitely make sure that uh, we go back to our regularly scheduled every Sunday podcast. Um, so as always, I'm Dom. And I'm Chris. And we, we got, got next. next.